Hey there, folks. Welcome to Rock and Rally Tennis, where it's all tennis all the time. I'm James Lynn. Follow us on Twitter at Rock and Rally. That's Rock underscore and underscore Rally. And on Facebook at Facebook.com backslash Rock and Rally Tennis. This is podcast episode number 203. Hey, it's good to be back after taking a little break. Uh, welcome to another segment of Match Points, where we answer questions from our listeners. This is Match Points, segment number 24. If you'd like to send us a question, email us at askme at rockandrallytennis.com or message us on our Facebook page at facebook.com backslash rockandrallytennis or tweet us at rockandrally. That's rock underscore and underscore rally. Let's get started. Johan from Great Neck, New York asks, does Djokovic need to win the U.S. Open and Calendar Grand Slam to be considered the GOAT? Hey, Johan, thanks for your question. You know, as our listeners know, up to this point, I have refrained from making too many comments on the greatest men's player of all time discussion. I mean, prior to the pandemic, the big three, who without a doubt are the three greatest men's players of all time, were all actively playing and at the top of their games. In addition, the record books, uh, look, the record books are still open and still being updated. Uh, But with that said, let me answer your question, Johan. No, in my view, Djokovic does not have to win the calendar Grand Slam to be considered the greatest men's player of all time. At this point, Djokovic's on-court achievements taken in hold have already surpassed those of Federer's and Nadal's, respectively. You know, if the big three stopped playing today, if it ended today with each living legend having won 20 Grand Slam singles titles, I would give the nod to Djokovic hands down. Now, I won't get into all the details, but to mention a few, Djokovic is the only one of the big three to have completed the career Grand Slam twice over. In other words, having won each major at least two times. Djokovic is the only player in history to have won all nine Masters 1000 events, and he's done that twice. Djokovic has spent the most number of weeks at number one in ATP history. He is presently at 334 weeks and counting. But perhaps the most relevant argument for me, after getting past the Grand Slam titles and so forth, uh, in favor of Djokovic uh, in this GOAT discussion, is the fact that he has a winning head-to-head record against both Federer and Nadal, and he has beaten each of them in their primes at their respective so-called home Grand Slam tournament. Djokovic has beaten Federer at Wimbledon and Nadal at the French Open. Nadal has never beaten Djokovic at the Australian Open, which is the major that Djokovic has won nine times. Federer has never beaten Nadal at the French Open. Federer, now, Federer does have one win versus Djokovic at the Australian Open, but that was in 2007 when Djokovic was 19 years old, several years before he started to become the Djokovic we know today. So, in a nutshell, I feel that Djokovic has achieved enough at this point to separate himself from Federer and Nadal in the GOAT discussion. Now, we'll see if anything changes over the next 12 to 18 months, but at this time, it's Djokovic who is at the top of that list with or without a calendar Grand Slam. Thanks for your question, Johan. Now, let's, uh, let's stay with this GOAT theme. Lance from Miami, Florida wants to know, what do you think is the most important criteria in the GOAT discussion? Hey Lance, thanks for your question. You know, since we were talking about the big three in the, in the, from the previous question, let, let me answer your question within that context. You know, for me, if we're talking about trying to make a no doubt about it type of case, then the number of Grand Slam singles titles won is the most important criteria. You need that to begin the conversation in earnest. 
I don't know how you can make a strong enough case for a player to be the hands-down GOAT without either owning that record or at least being tied for it, as is the case currently with Djokovic. If today, Djokovic uh, was at 19 Grand Slam singles titles versus the 20 of Federer and Nadal, I don't think you can make the case, hands down, that Djokovic is the greatest men's player of all time, despite all of those other achievements I talked about earlier in the podcast. The majors absolutely matter. You know, to use another individual sport as a comp, if you look at golf, as great as Tiger Woods has been, when it comes to the GOAT discussion, of course Tiger is in that discussion. But Jack Nicklaus is largely considered to be the greatest of all time. You know, Tiger trails Nicklaus by three majors. Nicklaus has 18, Tiger has 15. And even though there is no debate over the awesome, never-before-seen dominance by Tiger Woods over that 10-year stretch of his career, the first thing that gets brought up in any GOAT discussion is the number of majors won, and not any of Tiger's other ridiculous achievements. For example, the 142 consecutive cuts made, uh, which was 29 more than the previous record. You know, until his record 18 majors were equaled or eclipsed, Jack Nicklaus will always largely be considered the GOAT and not Tiger. Now, going back to tennis, in the case of Djokovic, Federer, and Nadal, I would make the argument that the majors carry even more weight because all three of these legendary players are playing in the same era against one another, against the same field of competition, under the same tournament conditions, etc. Again, the majors absolutely matter. When it comes to individual sports, it is the first criteria looked at in the GOAT discussion. You know, look, there was a time when Pete Sampras's 14 Grand Slam singles titles looked to be unbreakable, unreachable. And even though Sampras had never won the French Open, he was considered the greatest men's player of all time, largely because he owned that record for the most number of Grand Slam singles titles. Now, of course, that's, that was the start of it. Then you factor in some of his other achievements, for example, finishing number one in the world six consecutive years, and so on. But the GOAT conversation always starts with the Grand Slams. Thanks for your question, Lance. Folks, as always, thanks for your questions. Keep them coming. As a reminder, if you'd like to send us a question, email us at askme at rockandrallytennis.com or message us on our Facebook page at facebook.com backslash rock and rally tennis or tweet us at rock and rally that's rock underscore and underscore rally well that's all for this episode folks thanks for joining us at rock and rally tennis please subscribe to our podcast at rock and rally i'm james lynn see you next time